let's get on with it. How big really is the internet? Well, it's bigger than you think. Some numbers. There is uh, 1.88 billion total websites, according to Statista. On the shorts, we actually we actually had uh, uh, we were talking about 1.13 million. That was a Forbes article for some reason. That was an outdated uh, information. Sorry about that. But now to make it correct, it's 1.8 mil billion. It's a lot of zeros. So when you start a website, that's your competition. Somebody has to find your website in the sea of the internet, which contains 1.8 billion people just like you have started a website. The difference is there's only about 200 million of them that are updated regularly, but still, you know, even 200 million is a lot, but the total websites, 1.8 billion. 810 million of those are WordPress. Gee, why, this is why we pick WordPress, and that's why you should, uh, you should focus on that, because WordPress is, uh, is the number one. It's got the most plugins, it's got the most integrations, it's got most everything. But anyway, so WordPress is the way to go. The next one is, the next number is, if you're trying to start an e-commerce store, well, you're not going to be the only one. There's only twenty. There's already 26 million people, 26 million people or businesses that have an e-commerce website. So if you're trying to sell something, it doesn't. This is this does not include just WordPress. This is all the websites, okay? But so it's Shopify, Wix. All the market of e-commerce websites contains 26 million customers. So if you put out a store with a great idea, a great product, or something service. Again, there's 26 million of those. So you got to kind of stand out. That's your competition. That's where people got to find you. It's kind of like, imagine going to a city and finding that one person. Well, because like you need that one person. So like, if you, like for example, in New York, you're going to have about 10 million people, eight now, maybe whatever, with fluctuations. But, but uh, still, even 8 million people, how many people do you really find? How do you find that one particular person? Well, you need to know some information about them and you need to kind of set it up but how many times do you run into the same person like in different areas and stuff like that you don't really meet you know the same people like you can't just randomly meet that person anyway so the next number is number of new websites number of new websites every three seconds there is another new website that's added to the pool of 1.8 billion so if you do the math, it's, we're going to be hitting $3 billion very shortly. And the interesting statistics, next one, is that 93% of web traffic is handled by Google. So if you want to be found, gee, one of the you should be optimizing for. You know, it's, it's Google that will be directing most of that. I mean, we did a bunch of numbers on on that and not number, number of shorts. And even the previous webinars, we talked about the search engines. You look at those, you know, we talked about how it's YouTube is number one, I mean, number two, uh, search engines bigger than Bing. So, you know, you want to, you want to be on Google and how much competition is in your industry or region? Well, you got to find out and then you got to separate yourself from them. So when they, people look for your service or your industry service, you want to be placed on top. So that means you have to have the quality of content and everything else, but it's, it's easy to get lost. 
just to show on the next slide to show the uh, to show why you should choose WordPress, which I've mentioned before. Well, let's look at the graph. It's uh, you know the numbers just go to show. It's just WordPress is if you want to get ahead, you're gonna of the line of the 26 million people you want to get to the top. You got to use WordPress and you got to use it right. It's it will make your life a lot easier down down the road when you're building up other things and adding your services and contacts and accounting programs and payment systems and and other integrations with your uh, with your company's uh, software like in intranet systems. So that's uh, that's that's numbers there. I mean. Shopify is number two, Wix number three, Squarespace number four, and Joomla is number five. Uh, the percentages, I mean, I wanted to put them in here, but I was like, you know what? Don't even bother with too many numbers of that kind because it's just, uh, just goes, it's self-evident. You, you know, you go into these other things, Wix and Shopify will sell you on, oh, it's a very cheap website, but yeah, you, you, you do it, you get it, you pay a couple hundred dollars for it a year, for example. But is it going to have any effect? Well, that's what that's what I want to get into now, is uh, looking at how much of an effect does it have, does it make for you, for your business, if you want to be found. Well, here are the parameters for SEO blog. Just if you just write a blog, blog post. In order for it for Yoast to get green, these are all the things that you have to know. You have to you have to get the outbound links, inbound links. You have to have an image. The image has to be properly tagged and alt text. You know, so there's a bunch of stuff that you need there. So um, yeah, how much how much work are you going to put into creating that to stand out? Because you know everybody's using these things, and it's just a matter of how well do you know how to use them. Do you pick the right keywords? You have to put the meta descriptions in there, stuff like that. So when you're doing this stuff yourself, it's you're gonna save a lot of money on instead of hiring a professional doing it. But you're gonna have, you know, there's gonna be some issues with time and technical stuff. I mean, you gotta do research on the keywords, see what some of the keywords may be too expensive. So you know, you don't want to be using or taking up like expensive in a way of you would have to put a lot of articles out there. Just to just to keep up with your competition, because Google will always evaluate your your uh, quality and also the volume. So, like if you have fifteen articles on your blog on your website that talk about a certain topic, well, you know that's good. That's what places you ahead of everybody else. But if those articles are just you know keywords and not much added value. Then you're going to get ranked down, and you know it's that's what all these little green lights are. It's not that easy to uh, to make everything green. <laughs> it, even if you have some help from which I'm going to get into uh, in the next slide is ChatGPT and Bard and everything else. It's it's just uh, you know it's not it's not that easy. You know, key phrase density, uh, meta description I mentioned. And it's also this uh, Yoast also tracks uh, if you have used this before or not. This this uh, this particular keyword because you don't want to have the same page. You don't want to have five pages for the same keyword. You can't do that either because then it's just duplicate content. And the length should be 
I say about 600 and more. So this, this article, particular one from our side, is 692, which is good. For me, I think it's minimum that you need to put on there. Some people will tell you the longer the better. I, I mean, there's always good. It's always a good idea to have, you know, to have some length to whatever you're doing. I mean, just good some like let's say you have ten articles. It's good to have one or two that are like very long because it shows Google that you know what you're talking about. It shows uh, Google. I'm saying, but search engines, of course. But again, ninety three percent. So Google. So it tells Google that you know what you're talking about, and it provides a lot of detail to the visitor, customer, client, potential client. But on the other hand is if you have too many of those long ones, I think you're going to get hurt by just short attention span of people. And we keep talking about it all the time, too. People's short attention span just keeps getting shorter. So, I mean, YouTube Shorts is a perfect example. Who wants to watch long videos if you can just get everything done in 30 seconds to a minute? So that's uh, that's uh, that's tough. It's it's tough to find the right balance. And some topics, of course, you got to get into, and they're gonna, you're going to need them longer. And some topics you just want to keep short and to the point. So next, using AI to stand out. Well, that before was the uh, SEO part that I was showing on another article, and this one is just fresh right out of ChatGPT. And the evaluation of ChatGPT readability by the standards by the standards of uh, of Yoast and Google assessment tool SEO tools. And it doesn't work out that well. It's you know the the keyword density is not there. You know the the sentence can ChatGPT tends to use long sentences very long extensive sometimes the sentence is like 30 40 words it's almost like a lawyer wrote it when i used to translate i hated translating some lawyer stuff because lawyers they go if then hence maybe although and this one that and so when you when you're writing that text or for me as a translator they, they flip the meaning of that like if then if then if then although maybe i'm like by the time you get to about the sixth fragment fragment of a sentence within a compound sentence, you're like you're losing the whole meaning, and that's kind of like what this is about. So ChatGPT and uh, will spit out a perfect article, but then if you want it to be noticed by Google, if you want Google to think that it's actually valuable and readable, you know, people will understand. You got to put it into Yoast, and then you're going to spend about an hour just fixing it up just to make everything yeah, light up green, like I was showing them before in the, in the previous thing. I mean, it's you need to do passive voice, the transition words. He's not using that much. The only, the only, I guess the only, the only one that he gets perfect is paragraph length. ChatGPT gets paragraph length perfect because you will give it a limit, and it does about the 100 to 200. Paragraph should be about 300 words. But anyway, those are all the things that you need to be thinking about when you um, when you are preparing contact uh, content for uh, your website and to get noticed i mean if you want to have high quality website this is the stuff that you're going to do or you got to do and it's a lot to learn it takes a long time anyway so here this is what i was talking about so this is just an example is uh, i mean i just kind of put a little joke in there but Website making, yeah. On Wix, the business VIP, that's about 
uh, that's about uh, $700, like $59 a year. Again, it's a system that uh, I've, I've tracked. I'm, I don't have any particular website there uh, that I'm hosting now. I used to use one in Europe. They just canceled after like 10 years now. But uh, Wix will give you certain features. You click, you do. It, it's fine. Wix is great if you're just trying to get a simple website to get your word out just just to have people like if you talk to people like hey, look at my website i got all the pictures there i got some products i got some ideas wix is good for that but that's kind of like just the support of what your activities are it will not work for you it will not do work for you and it will not do anything for you just you know so you're going to be there you're going to be one of the 1.8 billion and you're going to have a very limited set of features then they have the enterprise version. I didn't even try to go into that, but I'm sure it's thousands and thousands of dollars. I mean, there's a big jump between the business VIP, which is an e-commerce focused system, and their enterprise would be a big jump. I think one time I noticed something, so it was like $3,000. That's that's where they start. But the, the, the disadvantage of Wix is, because now Wix came out with this SEO study, special custom features, which, you know, all the stuff that I was showing in the Yoast. Now, Wix offers similar type of stuff for you. The only problem is, is you got to learn all that. So if you're trying to run a business, but then you have to spend 700 hours, like I mentioned here, learning what word, what key phrase, what goes where, which hashtag to use, which tag, which meta tag, which description, the length of this, the length of that, it's going to take you a long time. So now, do you want to do your business or do you want to be a web developer? So I'm the latter now. So uh, I've been working with text all my life and I've been studying uh, uh, Google AdWords and everything else for quite a long time and tracking it. started using Google AdWords when... The web was when when price of the words was like I forget now it was like a couple of pennies now it's ten twenty bucks per click it's because all the top companies are fighting for the most sought after keywords so now you have to kind of work your way around that and SEO and writing blogs is a fantastic way to uh, to get your word out it's just you got to do it right and Wix will allow you to do a lot of the features that WordPress already has and offers. However, you do it yourself. Or you can hire somebody to use Wix, but if you're gonna be paying somebody and they're gonna be using Wix, I mean, might as well pay somebody to use WordPress. I mean, the price per hour and stuff, it's gonna work out the same way. So you look at the website that we have, the Lightning Package, and it's a $6,000 website, but you get a bunch of blog posts, you get connections to your social networks, and you get, you get the stuff done right. That's what it comes down to. I mean, you get this stuff done right by people who've been doing it for a long, long time. So those 700 hours you could use for something more productive, like getting more customers, expanding your business, networking, you know, other stuff. So that's uh, that's the couple of options you have when you're planning on making a website. And then... And the whole thing is, is back in the old days, good old days, you were able to just put out a website and you were online and that was it. So great. You're online and there's 
I don't know what, 5,000 websites in the world. So you get found easy because it's one, two, three, you know, just find something, put something in the search engine. There's only 10 websites that come up. You're one of them. Great. Cool. But now you need to promote your website. You need to promote it. And the best way to promote it is, of course, always in person. Person is always good. Person to person, one-on-one. Those are always great. However, everybody looks at their phones and in their phones they have applications and you got to be in those applications you got to so that means you have to have a linkedin business page you need a youtube channel that you're going to be talking about your industry and some of the positive stuff that you have to offer same thing facebook and instagram you have to be on these how much in depth which one you should be that's a whole webinar altogether and i've done that in the past and i will get into more details with some of those at another webinar but, uh, but yeah, it's just, just building one website is not enough. You know, people go on Shopify, they tell you, oh yeah, you can have a website running in, in five minutes. Yeah, sure. But you and 1.8 billion other people have a website now, or you and another 26 million people have an e-commerce store. Why should people come to you? I keep saying this every week almost is like, <laughs> nobody cares about you. Nobody cares about your product all they care about is what can it do for them what can you do for them how can you make their life easier better how can you help them and that's your basic message and how do you get that out well you put it on the website but then how do you get those people to come to that website well you they come to that website by finding you on other in other touch points basically i mean every sale happens Somewhere, this, it depends on the industry and stuff, but it's between 8 to 13 touch points. So that means you have to be seen by that person 8 to 13 times, you and your product, you or your product. Well, once you're seen that many times, people will remember and people will actually buy something from you. But if they don't see you on a regular basis, so that means you have just have a website. And even Google in there, of course, SEO rankings, they look at backlinks and they look at and the Google assesses also the um, um, how many social media activity you have, how many likes, how many uh, YouTube followers you have. That's a big one. If you have if you have a website and you have a lot of YouTube followers or you have a lot of backlinks on LinkedIn and Facebook and Google knows that and it will say, OK, well, look, he's got a he's got 5000 followers on Facebook. That means it's probably a better website than somebody who just started. So that's your uh, that's your basic things. I mean, so this once you build a website, don't forget about the social media. Website by itself does not work. So people, I've I've spoken with a bunch of people that just bought like a Shopify Wix website and want to sell some stuff, and they said, you know, it's been six months. I had this store open. I got all this great stuff, and like, yeah, good. But who did you tell about it? What do you do to promote that product? So you got to go out there and. The best way to promote online, of course, today is social media. Unless you go to various events and stuff like that, the only way you're going to come up with something is just social media. So, you know, don't forget about that because, again, Internet is big and you don't want to get lost in it. And basically, by not doing anything, any of these promotions, you're just, you're just drowning your website in the sea of the internet and it will literally drown. I mean, 
1.8 billion websites. If you don't have enough Facebook, if you don't have enough stuff on uh, Instagram, if you don't have, depending, again, depending on what product you have, like just talk about also insurance, life insurance, that's really not a Instagram topic. So, you know, for that it would be bad, but that doesn't mean it's bad to put anything on there. Just don't expect, don't invest too much into it because that will not get you where you need to go. But so you want to focus on more B2B stuff. So anyway, so that that's it for me. It's been over 20 minutes now. So I don't want to take up too much of your time. I just, I hope this was helpful and insightful. And uh, yeah, start doing something with your, you have to work with your website. So hopefully as your activity picks up, your website gets more noticed and you'll see you go up in rankings. It's just same thing with the articles. You got to put out articles like at least once a week, sometimes more. You know, that's what you got to keep. You got to stay alive and don't let your website go down the tubes. Don't let it drown because drowning is easy. Picking it up, that's hard. It takes work, persistency, consistency, hard work. Thank you for all your attention today. Thank you for coming. 